sides of the story Two sides of the story Two sides of the story With Tom and Sean Welcome to Two Sides of the Story. That's Tom Sides. And that's Sean Sides. How you doing, big guy? Doing all right. Just uh, getting over a cold and just got back to New Brunswick. A nice little eight and a half hour drive from Montreal. And Fun. we are so sorry we're delayed on the podcast there. It's just uh, it's been a wild few few days. <clears throat> Is it a nice drive? Um, you know what? There's there's moments of it being really nice. Like there's yeah. some very nice scenic views where like there's mountains in the distance and ski hills and then like bodies of water and all that. So it's really yes. nice, especially like during the day. Once you get like in New Brunswick and it's dark, that's when it gets a little bit scary because moose can come out at any fucking time. Yeah, we've heard the moose story. <laughs> yeah. So almost like, dying. Like it's only happened to me once, but it is enough to make me fucking be wary whenever I drive a highway in New Brunswick. Yeah, of course. Anytime something traumatic happens, it kind of like traumatizes you. Yeah. <laughs> but no fun. Mm-hmm. I don't uh, have any of those just yet myself from driving where like wild animals running in front of me, but it's a matter of time. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty like, no pun intended, but it's pretty wild when it happens. Fair um, enough. Like, like, it's one thing. Like, I've never hit an animal. I got a good streak going. I've never killed anything. But, like, fuck, the near misses can really fuck with you. My one stepsister, she killed a family of ducks, not realizing that it was crossing the road. She, like, went to run out to pass someone who was slowing down. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Was he Sorry, what was that? Like, it's super important that like you know that if there are birds in the way, that you keep going on like a highway and shit. Like, there was a court case years ago where this um, woman suddenly braked for animals on the highway in Quebec, causing a man and his daughter who were on a motorcycle to crash into her, and then they died because yeah. she stopped for animals. Yeah, you're supposed to just keep going, right? Yeah. It's like, you know, I'm sure it pisses off the PETA people, but like, it's the rules of the road. Yeah, fair enough. No, and she also kill, killed a white owl. It flew into her windshield while she was driving, which is like insane odds. Yeah. And it, like the coolest kill you could possibly have pretty much, unfortunately, that it had mm-hmm. to happen. But she is like traumatized from it, from both incidents, obviously. <laughs> but shit happens. No, it, I couldn't even imagine that, like a, a bird flying into the, the windshield. Yeah, her windshield was pretty fucked up because, you know, owls are pretty girthy. Oh, for sure. Owls are scary as fuck. Yeah, I wouldn't want to fuck with an owl. I've had them fly over me a couple of times and seen them in person quite a few times. And it's like, they're quite the creature. Yeah, they're one of my favorite animals, too. Like I saw one just chilling uh, on my balcony when I was living in BC. First yeah. time I ever saw one like in like not in the cage or something. And it was just yeah. a cool sight to see. Yeah. They're uh, dinosaurs. Well, oh, yeah. Rip you to shreds, which is cool. It would suck to have uh, big owls, like huge fucking owls. Yeah. I want to live in that world. <laughs> Fuck. That would be insane. Yeah. Predatory birds in general. They're just cool. 
like I always get so we talked about this before. I'm not a bird watcher, but I like to watch birds. Yeah. If I see like a a bird of prey, you're just like holy, like an eagle or a hawk or whatever, like falcons. They're they're impressive. They're killing machines. Yeah. And the like different kind of shit that like the way that they track uh, animals, small rodents and stuff under the snow, and that they're smart enough and they're just like t- dialed to kill. Do you do you follow the Instagram account Nature Is Metal? Never heard of it. No. No, oh, it's fucking badass. It's just animals fucking up other animals, just like nature doing its thing, right? And yeah. Then it's just cool fucking photos of just or videos of like a lion taking out a zebra or a zebra that survived a lion attack and what they look like. Yeah. Like it lives up to the name of nature is metal. Yeah. I've heard it said from many hunter, they call it a tooth claw world. You know what I mean? Because we like to think that everything is like civilized and beautiful and everybody lives in harmony with each other. But in reality, it's like, it's pretty rough out there. It's, it's a tooth claw world as they say. Lots yeah. of killing, and it, no, and there's some like dope ass things like, um, like hawks picking up like other animals just to drop them down and all that. Like, oh yeah, I, I love watching that, that shit. Too. Like, it's it's gross, but at the same time, it's like, yo, that's how it works. All right, fuck, that's yeah. insane. The last time I saw uh, bald eagles, there was one who was like, I recognized it because he had the white half up. I didn't recognize his friend because he, he was red. And I was like, what the fuck is that? Like, and I saw the red one first, and then I saw his buddy walking up with him. It's because he'd been like ripping something to shreds and was covered in blood. Like, it's, fuck. You're, it's insane. Yeah. Cool. Very cool. So I recommend that as a Instagram follow, Nature is Metal, if you're ever getting squirrely. Another one I think you'd like is uh, uh, McDojo, something, something McDojo. It's just those people that, think that they're like the great kung fu artists and they just don't do anything it's i've the, seen some of those guys yeah they're really like funny. oh airball fucking yeah. airball <laughs> or oh i've got two guys on my head and i just do this and i just nod my head and now two guys go flipping my favorite thing and like i catch it with kids a lot too when they're learning martial arts they're like throw a punch at me you're like okay and i throw like a weird punch at them and they're like no like like this like throw a punch at me like this yeah, and then i'll know out. what to do that's not you're doing it wrong stop punching me like that yeah yeah that it's was- mcdojo life so if you ever get bored and you want to have some cool instagram follows those are some really good ones yeah that'd be pretty funny to check out i don't go on instagram like all that much to be honest yeah but i do check it out from time to time post obviously here and there but um yeah yeah no that's fair it's fun to follow accounts like that it's like a lot of people i know have twitter and they use it as a way to follow their celebrities and see their tweets and i've never had it i've never once downloaded it i just there's too much social media out there it's like how you get with facebook right you're just like i can't fucking do it anymore you know what i'm i'm kind of down to just instagram now like i deleted the facebook app from my phone because facebook has just gone annoying and then like when I was leaving Montreal, all these cool people that I work with are like, hey, can I add you on Facebook? And I'm just like, try Instagram. Instagram? Yeah. Like, it's like, if you're looking to message me, like, that's there. And then if you want to see what I'm up to, I post on Instagram all the time. I get either that or the show. Yeah. So, like, hey. Pretty much. Um, I do like business shit on Facebook. That's the only thing that keeps me on there. Yeah. If I wasn't doing business on Facebook, I wouldn't 
have it. Well, exactly. So I don't, I don't have that. What you have on Facebook, you you get your 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 collectors, your trades, your yeah, exactly your everything. All that kind of fun and jazz. Yeah. What else been going on in life? Uh, I suppose we could talk about like Moon Knight or Picard. I'm caught up fully on both. So. Okay. Um, let's start with Moon Knight because, like, here we are, four episodes in. What do you think? It's an interesting show. I'll say this. I like the acting. I, I too, you know, you've, we've talked about it a little bit in the past about how it's all over the fucking place and you don't really know what the hell is going on. Like what direction are they headed? But I, it doesn't bother me because it's just a story. I don't have anything invested in it other than just sitting back and watching a cool show and seeing like, you know, some good fight scenes and mm-hmm. the concept. I like the fact that <laughs> the, the goofy personality has the, like the shitty Moon Knight. Mm-hmm. And the like killer fucking marine atmosphere uh, uh, fucking guy has like a cool ass moon night, right? It's yeah. funny to see how different personality types could emulate this character in different ways. Mm-hmm. I gotta, I, I gotta say, like, I'm like you were, I, I know nothing about this character, but I find myself invested in the, just the fact that I need to know what's going on. I, I don't know where the story is going to go. I don't know what's happening. I just know that I'm here for it. I'm going to tune in every Wednesday and I'm just going to love it. Um, I, I, like Oscar Isaac is an amazing actor. Ethan Hawke is an amazing actor. Uh, the woman that's playing the love interest, she's super entertaining. Yeah, like, I love, she tells a good story too. She, she, her dynamic is is great and then she shows range when they're in that scene when they're in the insane asylum. Like, which is just chock full of Easter eggs from the three previous episodes. It's fucking yeah. unbelievable. Uh, but at the same time, I go at the end of every episode of Moon Knight going, I don't know what's happening. Yeah, I'm, exactly. I'm on board. I'm confused, but I'm on board. You just kind of left going like, what What the fuck was that? Well, like, what the, like, what the fuck? It doesn't give you much. Like for me, like you, you said too, you know, we're not big Moon Knight guys. So it's just kind of like, what the fuck is going on? I do like really enjoy the Egyptian aspect of things. Obviously, mm-hmm. like I've always been interested in pyramids. It was one of the first loves, like all the ancient mysteries of the world and getting to get a good glimpse at some of that stuff through the show is pretty cool. It's, it's a thing I always enjoyed. Like ever since like Brendan Fraser's The Mummy, I've been hooked on Egyptian shit. Yeah. It's like the different gods, the like, why they mummified people just like all of that stuff like that old era of the egyptian time is just it's fascinating and the fact that like they're giving us more information there's more gods to to spread around and it's very cool i've talked about this i feel like i must have talked about this in the podcast but maybe not but did i tell you about the time the woman pissed in the fucking pyramid of giza like in real life Do you know what I'm talking about? Okay, so I haven't talked about this on the podcast. So years ago when The Apprentice first came out, the TV show where like, you're the boss or you're fired or whatever the fuck that was, there was other little ones that popped up all over the place and one of them was for archaeology. So the winner of this, like whatever it was going to be or one person was going to get chosen from it, it was like kind of set up like that if I recall correctly. But anyways, there was a bunch of students. They were with like the head guy who you see in all the shit when they're talking to an expert about... um, 
Egypt. He's like the guy who's in charge of who gets to go where, when, why, how. He's like the guy. <laughs> so he's walking these students through. Well, the pyramids, when you get up into the tunnels and shit, it's not like you can just, oh, I'm going to walk out. No, it's like hours and hours out. So this woman, this poor woman got in there and she had to go and she told the guy I have to go. And he's like, well, you got to hold it. You can't fucking like, it's such a disgrace to piss in the pyramid. Like you don't fucking do that. This is a sacred place. And then he explained all of this to them before they went in. You got to go now, you go now. So she couldn't hold it. She pissed herself and piss fell from her onto the fucking like ground obviously you can't like hold all the pee in she peed and then he like shamed her so badly and told her to get the fuck out of the pyramid that she would never ever be welcome back and this is like still on youtube i told someone about it within the last two years and looked it up but you can watch this clip from this tv show really fucked up like i mean i get it don't piss in the pyramid when you gotta go you gotta go that's fucking nuts it's really fucked up but it was a cool like show because I was interested in the pyramids and that kind of shit. But it was really funny to see like you're the girl who fucking pissed in the pyramid, like shit. I can't believe that. Like, also, like when someone gives you the opportunity to go to the bathroom, always take it. Yeah, yeah. Always. Especially an expert. Just always take it. Yeah. And I'm like, she's like crying and sobbing in the video, like in the video too, like so sorry for what she'd done and so ashamed and embarrassed. Like imagine being that person too, like. No, exactly. But also like the point where it got to where it got to, like the point, like she could have pissed before. Like, like, like if you get to a point where you're pissing yourself because you have to go, that means you probably could have gone like an hour or two before. It's true. It's true. But I'll Whatever. say this though, I've had poops that have come on that don't give you a lot of warning. Yeah, it wasn't a poo; it was a pee. So, yeah, different. I I don't know, man. Different story. I I, I yeah. just think it's a. But back to Moon Knight. Yeah. Anyways, sorry, sidetracked. Uh, yeah, back to Moon Knight. Amazing show. Um, yeah, it's pretty good. I I want to know what's going on now, especially now that they're in like an alternate land. Of yeah. Some like. I have no idea. And then, like, that ending scene where they see that hippo god, like, what is up with that? <laughs> yeah, it's I'm unfamiliar the... with that storyline at all. That's for yeah. sure. So, like, obviously, we're recording this Tuesday. We're, we're late on the show, but I'm tuning in tomorrow. I got to find out what's going on with that hippo dude. And also, I have to pack up my apartment. I'm not sure if I mentioned this. I am back in New Brunswick, and now I have to move from new brunswick to nova scotia in like the next four days yeah that's a big task oh man first thing like i'm uh, once we're done uh, with the podcast i'm gonna get it out uh right away and then um and then after that i'm gonna hit the sack wake up early go to canadian tire for our opening get some boxes tape uh packing paper all that shit and just start taking things one by one yeah, it's the only thing I can do right now. It's, it's tough being a like yeah. one man army with that kind of thing. Yeah, well, you know what? I got a decent like team, but they come later. Like my cousin and his brother are gonna help me on get some of the big shit out. Yeah, and then uh, my cousin's like badass with tools, so he's gonna help. Like he mounted my TV, and I was gonna have to unmount it. And I had a, like, and then he and I are gonna drive his van 
in uh, my car to Nova Scotia. Nice. And so my stuff's already packed because like I brought like a ton of shit with me to uh to Montreal. And so like all I have to do is like I have another bag of clothes I need to fill. That's it. There's a couple different kinds of people in this um situation in life. Are you a liquor store box guy, a U-Haul box guy, a green garbage bag guy, or a tote guy? Um, I've been all three or okay. four. Well, fair enough. Tote liquor store and uh I've bought in boxes. I have no shame. I go with what works. Yeah, okay. Just curious. I've yeah. been all as well in life. I've settled more so on totes because it's so fucking easy to stack and organize. And you can really, mm-hmm. if you take the time to move, like if it's a not a hustled move, but you have time, you know, you're moving, you have like a month or two, you're like, okay, you can pack everything like fucking yeah. properly. But yeah, see, that's the thing. Like I got days to do yeah. this. And then the worst thing about leaving something is then people come out of the woodwork and go like, well, I want to see you. And you're like, well, Grab a box, come on over, and pretty then, much like if you get one thing off, off my back, then, then yeah, we're good. no, that's cool. It's a pain in the ass when you like don't do organized moves, and you like, but it's also fun because when you're opening boxes, you're like, what the fuck's gonna be in this box? Yeah. Will it be the spatula I've been looking for for seven weeks, or will it be? Yeah, like I remember that from being a kid when you're like mystery box from some of the moves we did when I was younger, and being like fuck we get to open the boxes and you never knew what was going to be in them because everyone helped pack yeah so i got something lined up in nova scotia already i found a like a baseland bachelor suite honestly better than nothing yeah so it's going to be a good start uh i'm gonna have to share the kitchen with the guy but aside from that i'll have my own space in the basement and then Oh, I'll figure it out. It's all yeah. about getting myself established. And once I get myself established, then I'll find another apartment, which which the, the worst part about this is that I know that I'm going to have to move again. Oh. But whatever. It is what it is, man. Yeah. It is. So Sometimes you have the stopovers. Do you, like, you got the paperwork? Yeah. Yeah, I did. I got the official email the other day, and I do have to email them going like, hey, what time is start time? Yeah. And also, like, where do I go? But because yeah. I don't work at the, like, there's a different place. So I, I got to figure all that out. But I'm Easy. hoping to arrive on Saturday, empty my shit, get things a little bit organized, go for a drive Sunday morning, figure out what I got to do. And then let's go from there. Nice. Well, that's good, dude. Yeah. It's, it's, it's an interesting next chapter. And like, you know, the, it's the trainer position that I got, which is pretty sweet. I mean, it was what I was planning on doing, like, let's say 10 years from now, but I got it now. So I might just stick around and do it. And it's just training all the new hires and then teaching them how to work the equipment and all that. It's going to be like, it's an important job because you want to mold them in the right way and make sure that you get some workers. Because I've seen some of the new hires in Montreal. Holy fuck, are they brutal. Um, yeah. And I don't know if it's the trainer's fault or just how people work nowadays. It's but, bad, dude. Yeah. It's the workforce like, ain't what it used to be, but every generation yeah, says like, that. Asking people like, hey man, can you do this? And like you don't you don't tell me what to do. And you're just like, wow, okay. Well, this is gonna go really well for you. <laughs> yeah. That's tough. Yeah, it's fucking brutal. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of that kind of shit. That'd be tough yeah. to deal with. I don't like tude. Yeah. But it, uh, no, this new this new 
chapter in my life is going to be pretty good, I think. And it's going to lead to some success. It's going to be much better pay and some stability for you in your life to like figure shit out for what mm-hmm. you want, right? Like exactly. Tom would have a sick like office or your collectible room or like your wall or however, whatever it's going to be, be your space. Like, cause you haven't had the time to do that in any of these places you've been. Like you don't have roots in that sense. Right. No, I, I haven't like, I've barely been able to make, like I never got to make this place my own. Well, the best I could do was just. Who's getting there, but yeah. Yeah. And, and then like, I only lived here for two months. Yeah. Paid rent for four. I only lived here for two months. Yeah, that's not long. Yeah, and then now I'm now I'm off on this next little thing. Like I wish things were a little bit speedier and how they went in, but um, such is life. Yeah, man, I tell you, it's it's an interesting next chapter. That's what I got going. I I'm excited about it. For sure. No, I'm happy for you, dude. It's a good adventure. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, I, that's all I got on this. So I'll keep you posted on what goes on uh, on my happenings. Um, but I, like, just know uh, the other cool thing I'll have you know about the new job is I'm on a five and two, which means like I'm on a nine to five kind of thing. That's cool. So that means like Thomas, do you want to record on a Wednesday? I can now. I yeah. can. I can. I have time in the evenings now, Sean. We can make yeah. something work here. For sure. Weekends available to, you know, yeah. you're not working every single one. That's nice too, right? Yeah. Very cool, dude. Yeah. So we got to get some in the bank so that we don't miss them. You know, we were doing good for like a year there. Yeah. Nailed it every single fucking time. And then it just fell apart. No, well, like, one, one issue happened with like our, our the place where we put our podcast to put them out, posted it. And then somehow it got deleted and I don't know what happened. Yeah. That was weird. And I ended up reposting when I had time. Yeah. And then this week, I was just sick. Like, I couldn't get, <laughs> like, we tried to record on Sunday, and we got 15 minutes into it. And then when you crashed or when you, like, froze. Yeah, the power went out. Yeah, I just went, I I can't do this right now. I don't yeah. have the energy. I don't have the stamina to just talk. I, sure. I, like, as soon as we got off the, the Zoom together, I went and slept. You didn't look yourself, that's for sure. Yeah. So I just went and slept for a few hours and and then I had, and then some, I had to go like, to work. Decent points in there. Like the Oilers made the playoffs at that point. So I was like, oh my God. And now they've like secured uh home ice advantage after yeah. tonight's win, which is pretty sweet too. I'm excited for it. It's gonna be yeah. a good uh good, it's run. Gonna be good playoffs for sure. What I like is that I think it's gonna be competitive playoffs. Yeah, there's gonna be some like there's going to be some great matchups. And the only thing that disappoints me about great matchups is some good teams are going to be going out in the first round. Yeah. That's um, the tough part. My dad, every time I talk to him about the playoffs, he's like, it should be this top 16 teams in the NHL. Like he's been screaming for that since it used to be the top yeah. 16 teams in the NHL. One plays 16, two plays 15. And then you can have any matchup possible. Like it shouldn't matter divisions. Division representation came in later because all the fucking good teams were in one division at the time because of the no salary cap. Yeah. And it was like, you're never going to fucking have any team. Well, I always found the West to be more dominant of a league. Like I know like the East has been winning more Stanley cops lately, but I gotta say, I do find the West is a more dominant, um, 
uh, side division. It's a tough group. Yeah. And uh, I don't want to knock anyone in the East. Like, I mean, Tampa Bay is in the East. Pittsburgh's in the East. Like, there's Washington's in the East. Florida. Florida. Yeah. Don't don't sleep on Florida either. Like, there's some great teams in the East. Boston. Um, Pretty much every team. It's funny that we didn't name Toronto. (laughs) Every other team we're listening. I don't don't like (laughs) giving Toronto their credit. And let, let me be honest. Toronto's out in the first round of playoffs yeah. anyway. If yeah, they, 100%. Honestly, if they don't, I should make a bet with Paul because if yeah. they're not out the first round of playoffs, I'll lose my fucking mind. Like this is, It would be shocking. I would be so fucking – I would be insane. They don't have goaltending. Like, no. Jack Campbell is okay, it's but the I don't curse. think he's healthy. They're I, the only I, expansion – the, since – what is it? Since the expansion? No, no, since the lockout, they're the only team who hasn't won a playoff series. Is that accurate? Yes. Fucking a. It's you know, it, it's it's borderline insane. It's just insane. And yeah. like, I don't look. I don't like to go out of my way to make fun of the Maple Leafs. No, but it's Montreal Canadiens beat them last year in the playoffs. <laughs> and they had a three-one <laughs> lead. Yeah, and they blew it. That was bad. Yeah, they fucking. Montreal blew just it. had one of those runs that sometimes fucking ragtag teams get together and they fucking they almost make it like yeah. it was good it and was overall austin matthews is a great player most points in the nhl right now yeah hell of a player most corner all on his way to getting 100 points too yeah great player i don't know that they have it in them to be a playoff team no which is crazy like i've experienced that like with the oilers the last three times we made it to the playoffs mm-hmm. we had two players who were for sure can score goals so the other teams were like let's just fuck with those guys those two all night and they won't have a fucking shot in hell and it yeah. worked really well for them well, because we didn't have a lot of depth but others have depth now like they they now we do they, yeah but they also had depth for like a little while can we not like like there have been the same core group of guys forever and guys that can put the puck in the net like ryan nugent hopkins is a good hockey player yeah, Nuge has been there too. He's always like been yeah. around. New, yeah. it's been the top three, the same three as always. Nuge and Hopkins, but even then, like you look at other game. like they're bringing up the Pulleyarvi. Like he's been solid the last three seasons. Two, um, yeah. You know, if you get a healthy Mike Smith, and Mike Smith is dying for a Stanley Cup. Oh, I, I just wish he could get one. Yeah, and then <laughs> I think like he's not wrong by betting on a team like Edmonton. They can do it. We've had it's some just, good acquisitions in the offseason. Like, even yeah. a good one is Derek Ryan. He's a fourth liner, but he scored a hat trick at one point this year and he's tapped in a few goals here and there. Same with Fogle, like, brand new guy. Obviously, Hyman was like a huge signing for us because that guy's got grit and he's yeah. fucking awesome and he's going to be like a beloved player here for years. And Kane is like one of the biggest like surprises to me that. He we we were able to get him in the first place. I love the guy. Like everyone's fallen in love in the city of Edmonton with Kane, not just because of the hockey, but just all his interviews. Like he's saying all the right things, doing all the right things. We love the yeah. guy. I know what I'm a big fan of Evander Kane too, especially right now. I know he has his little trouble past with like the gambling and the whatever. Yeah, the whatnot. shit happens, man. No, what? Yeah, but fuck, the Oilers picking it up was a good thing, and he's and he's playing like he's grateful. Yeah. So I'm I'm super stoked about it. I'm happy. Like I love seeing what's coming. Like there's some good shit on the way for the Oilers. I just hope that they can finally pull the trigger on it. Um, sure. We have like the little guy. Uh, one of the things that endears you about Kane is you know Yamamoto. Yeah, You've heard of him. 
he's tiny. Like, I don't even know, like, how long his career in the NHL is going to be because he plays against very large men and he gets, like, beat the shit beat out of him all the time. But since him and Kane have been playing together, Kane protects him. Like, if yeah. someone starts pushing at Yamamoto, Kane comes fucking flying from the other side of the arena. Like, what? You got a fucking problem? Like, you want to fight? And every yeah. single time, and I love that about Kane. Like, and you, and you need that shit in hockey. You need oh, that. Yeah. You need your small, skilled guys to feel protected enough to yeah. be the skilled guy. And that's you know? made a difference, at, like, immediately for yeah. his play. And it's just, it's exciting, man. I'm excited for this year and this playoff run, and we'll see what happens. Oh, for sure. For sure. It's a, it's a, uh, there's nothing better than NHL playoffs. And yeah. now that we're on the cusp of it, I can't wait. I'm going to call up Paul and be like, hey, man, so I'm willing to bet you that Toronto's out in the first round of the playoffs. What are you thinking? Yeah. How much? Uh, like, we'll go from there. It's mean, though. It's like you're taking advantage of them in a way because we all know what's going to happen. But uh, but you have to. It's your team. You bet on them. Every time the Oilers played Detroit back in the day when we had like a 200-game losing streak against Detroit, I'm exaggerating a little bit, but pretty fucking close. I still bet the Detroit guy at work every game that we were going to beat them because I'm a fucking fan and he egged me on. And so every fucking time I had to bring him a coffee. But I, I, I see, like, I want to get something like, I want to get something good going with Paul. I'll, I'll, I'll call him tomorrow just to be like, hey, man, playoffs are among us. Yeah, what we doing? Yeah. That's fine. <laughs> it's good to tease, though. Um, yeah, that's funny. So hockey, that's all I got. I'm excited. Yeah, man, it's – it's. Okay, I'm pretty fucking stoked. I mean, you know, it sucks that Habs aren't making the playoffs, but I could have told you that at the beginning of the season. Yeah. Um, you know – you, you don't have you see Carey Price play a game, and you know what? He's the guy's getting his head right. Fine, yeah. I'm all for it. Shea Weber, he's hurt, you know what? what? You and he's and he's probably retiring. Yeah, you know what? That's fair. I mean, like, we have guys that are on the roster that we can't replace for sure, and it's just it is what it is. Like, you know, me, like, I, I am going to be rooting for the Oilers this, this playoff season. I'm like, uh. I'm like the Hamilton Bulldogs in 2004. My heart belongs to both the Habs and the Oilers. Um, but uh, it, 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 it's, you know, I, I, we got a rebuild year coming. I think there's some like once, like now that Marty St. Louis is here, I think he's, I'm hoping he signs on for another season because that still hasn't happened yet. I liked what he's done with the guys. I like, I like the playmaking he's showing with Cole, Cole Caulfield. There's a lot. There's a lot of stuff on the horizon for the Habs if a guy like Marty St. Louis decides to stay. And you don't give a guy like Vincent Lecavalier a contract in the Habs organization if Marty St. Louis isn't sticking around. Like I pretty much. Like I. I, I don't know. Like <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. One other thing to all the Montreal Canadian fans out there. I know you are Montreal based sometimes, so some people listening might be Montreal Canadians fans, as yourself is. That shitty buggy Lefer. Yeah. That sucks. He was a hockey legend. Like I remember, I never watched him play. I don't think, but I rem- I know who he is and remember him from like old time hockey and my dad talking about him yeah. and like the cups that he won there and shit. And rest in peace, man. Oh, he was the best. Um, he'd eat two hot dogs before every game, and if you were watching the game, you would periodically see him go to where the players' entrance is to the bench, and he'd be smoking a dart, maybe two. <laughs> nice. Like he'd smoke between periods and shit. And then like, he was just like, I don't know. 
he just did he just did his thing and then he fucking destroyed on the ice. Like the yeah. flower was amazing. Like it was yeah, yeah. He's an icon, a Canadian icon. Yeah. And Not the city has really come together and paying their respects to him. Um like, anytime a member of hockey brass dies, there's that like hockey fan in all of us that is like, she that sucks. Yeah. And it, 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 it it's a tough loss. I mean, I remember when John Beliveau died and the, how the whole city kind of came together. And then years before when Maurice Richard died and it was like the exact same thing. Like the, the city of Montreal is such a hockey centered city yeah. that, you know, if you brought greatness to the Canadians, you will be remembered forever and you will be yeah. treated like a legend forever. And Guy Lafleur had it. John Beliveau had, had it. Maurice Richard had it like they they do such a good job at keeping the legends legends and keeping them involved. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm pretty sure Saku Koivu was always going to have it. You know, he never uh, like, uh, you know, he was captain. He was the second longest reigning captain of Montreal uh, Canadians history. Uh, Patrick Waugh, I think, will always have it. Like For Ken sure. Dryden will always have it. Like there's always you're always going to have these players that you will always associate with the Montreal Canadiens. And you'll have that with everybody. Like Wayne Gretzky is that in Edmonton. You know? Oh, yeah. Mark Messier. Mark Messier. Curry uh, and fucking, you can go yeah. on down the list, obviously. Yeah. Ryan Smith. Fucking, yeah. like, you know, there's... When these guys start going, it's going to be yeah. the same for us. Like, when yeah. you hear across the news, Wayne Gretzky has passed away at the age of, you're going to be like, what the fuck? Like, It'll everybody... Be at the age of 99. Well, yeah, that'd be good. Everybody in hockey will, will be. I for some reason I was thinking 83. Yeah. I don't know why, no, no. but that's the number I want to say. He, everything he does is 99. Okay. Yeah. He, he wore 99, he retired in 99, and he's gonna go out at the age of 99. Yeah. He ought to. Not if not, they should do um weekend at Gretzky's and keep him going till he is 99. Actually, speaking of Gretzky, um I know you don't listen to a lot of podcasts aside from our own, but uh Spit and Chicklets is a hockey podcast I listen to. And yeah. Wayne Gretzky's on this week. So if you want to hear uh, some good old-fashioned Wayno stories, cool. you, it might be worth a listen. Yeah, that'd be fun to check out for sure. Do you know those guys? No. It's, okay. uh, Just they're like celebrities. One uh, of them is a former we, Oiler, Ryan Whitney. We still Okay, I know what Ryan Whitney. We still haven't done uh, like the Stark Wars podcast with the Stark Wars guys. Yeah. But I, I listen to their podcast once in a while. Do you know those guys? Like, how do you? Not it? like formally. Like, okay, the most just I got to know when I do the show. Yeah. They actually wanted me to do the show last Thursday, but I had a shift. I couldn't do it. Yeah, they're, fair enough. They're great guys. They yeah, are they're great super guys. Nice. They're very welcoming. They're very, and they know their shit too, which is awesome when you go into like you and I are a little bit more fly by night. Like, we go with what we do know. Yeah. And for some of us, myself it's very limited and then you come and like bring in some serious like star trek knowledge that i have like long forgotten and then with the marvel stuff i can lift you up a little bit but like you but compared to those guys those guys know their fucking shit and i appreciate what they bring to the table yeah definitely it's good to remember those guys too i was just thinking about that the other day and i was like yeah that's cool and i wanted to know i was like i wonder if tom actually knew them or if yeah no they're based out of the states i don't really uh I don't know them all that well, but um, great guys nonetheless. Yeah, for sure. It was funny. So I wasn't going to talk about this on the podcast when we did our podcast on Sunday, like when we started it, but Mm -hmm. uh, I'm going to get into it again because it was leading. 
One of the stories of the week is that I fucking had a stupid ass tooth pulled out of my head because it was yeah. bad and you don't like dentists. We got that far and you were sick and I was talking about dentists. Yeah, I almost killed you. I felt like. Yeah, no, I fucking hate the dentist. And yeah. even the thought of going like we can do it. We'll just get to the same result. Um, like even the thought of going <laughs> to the dentist actually makes me gag. Yeah, like, there's a whole fucking thing. I fucking hate the dentist. Yeah, I, I'm not a big fan either. Like I said on the previous, but no one heard it. So I'll say it again. I call them the mouth butchers sometimes. Yeah. Not to be in hurtful, just because that's what they do to our mouths when they have to do things. Like I've had wisdom teeth pulled because they were not supposed to be there because I'm not yeah. wise or was too wise and I pushed them out of my fucking head. Mm-hmm. But anyways, stupid tooth. It didn't go well. It broke. It cracked. They like I've never had before where they stopped halfway through to drill some holes which like what because the, they need to get their little prongs in to fucking rip it out better like and i told you this part too i don't know if i did or not i don't know if i should even tell anyone this part because it's fucking horrible but as she's starting to like get my fucking tooth out with the metal clamps she's like it's starting to rock it's dancing it's dancing and she said it's dancing like fucking eight times well my tooth was in my head going uh rocking back and forth to get this fucking thing up so it's like horrific <laughs> like, it sounds like hell to me man oh dude like i was sweating i'm holding on to my shirt just like and like the freezing stopped halfway through so it was a get to feel most of the breaking and the cracking and like fucking painful brutal whatever i get over it so as a smoker i can't smoke for they say for the experts the experts with bunny ears says 48 hours Mm-hmm. So I always push it, I cut it in half, 24 hours, and I can start smoking again. So the last time I did this, when I was getting a wisdom tooth pulled the last time, I put a patch on for those 24 hours because I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to get through this 24 hours. I'll be less cranky than the last time where I didn't think of this. And so this time I was like, I'm going to fucking put a patch on. 24 hours came. And I was like, I'm going to put another fucking patch on because I'm never fucking smoking another cigarette ever again in my fucking life and today was uh day five so on the road you think that like it was this the push you needed to actually quit smoking you think it was part of it yeah like i don't want to fucking like it's been coming for a while a lot of things that have happened this year i want to be done with smoking and i use this negative as a catalyst to turn it positive and like i'm so happy for you it's been this means, eh? Oilers okay. game in the future. Yeah. Right? Well, it's tricky, dude. Like, I, it's hard. Like, I've had tough moments. I've had to, like, really occupy my time. After dinner, I just get up and do something. After this, I get up and do something. Because I'm so used to using that as a coping mechanism of just, like, this is what I'm going to do with my hands now. And, like, I haven't never tried. Like, I've been smoking for fucking, I'm 38 this year. So, I've been smoking 24 years. Every single day. Hold on, let me do that. Matt. You started at year 14? Yeah, I started earlier than that, but I was like smoking daily by the time I was 14, maybe like one or two a day. And then by the time I was probably 17, 18, it was almost a pack a day. And it's been that or more since. Jesus Christ, man. Yeah. So over 20 years of being a heavy smoker, and I'm just done. Like I'm fucking done, dude. I had to kick it. I'm trying. I'm it's a I'm being kind to myself, but I'm also got the resolve that I don't want to be stuck to it anymore. I'm going to do the full cycle of the patch, follow through with it. 
know be interesting to see is take the money that you would spend on a pack of cigarettes a day or a week or something and just put that in an envelope. Yeah. It's insane, dude. I've already yeah, been just doing do that. that. Like, do, you, do you know how much a pack of cigarettes is? No, no idea. What do you bucks? think it is? Is it like 20 bucks, 21 bucks? Yeah, it's like 17 to 22 dollars, depending on the brand that you smoke. Like, and day. I feel like if you're gonna do it, you're gonna get like the better cigarette. Like, I don't know, like you're not gonna smoke. You like, find the brand you special. like. No, I would never buy the shitty. I'm medium brand always was like medium-ish. I Dude, when I smoked, to... I smoked the Morias. Yeah, I, I went through different phases with different yeah. brands and found uh, the one I liked. But like, I feel like if you should, like, if you're going to class it up, like Benson and Hedges were like the way <laughs> to go. That's funny. Yeah. No, and it's like a lot of fucking money. When you factor in like a pack and a half a day, sometimes two packs a day, that's a lot of fucking money yeah. in the course of time. But I'm not even like, I'm not doing it for the money. I'm I'm doing it for a lot of reasons, you know what I mean, and it's it feels good. Like I'm I've struggled a couple of days. I've never even come close to lighting a smoke because I'm done. But it's it's something different. I'm I'm gonna beat this fucking addiction. You know what I mean? I don't want to be an addict. I oh, want to get over. I'm here for you. I'm gonna be checking in on you every fucking episode now. <laughs> Sounds just good. Just make sure that you stay honest. No, and, and like, I, dude, I will. Like I don't know. Like uh, all you gotta do is like reset your system. I don't know. I'm not an expert, but like. Whenever you're craving a cigarette, go have some water and you go piss yeah. off some water weight. Well, that's um, just it. Well, like breathing. Like I, I read actually like in the Nicorette patches, there's like a little booklet and I was reading it and it's like obvious shit, but it's like, if you're feeling really stressed out, stop, use that as an opportunity to focus on your breathing for 30 seconds. Just take some deep breaths because it never yeah. hurts to be good at breathing. Like yeah. really, really good. You know? I mean, like I, I, I'm actually pretty good with stress nowadays Yeah, because my job is not a stressful job. I know it seems like it should be because of like jet engines and yeah. like everything's time sensitive, but it's all right. Like everything's going to yeah. get done. Everything's going to come in time. And I know that this kind of sounds terrible, but flight delays, like schedule flights, they never happen on time. It, it, there's always something. There's always something. Uh, yeah. Like uh, I find there's more problems with getting the passengers on than actually getting the bags on. Um, and then there's always like connection flights where, you know, people like are this close to making the flight and we wait for them. Like there's like all these things like, you know what you do what you can and all you can do is just make sure that like that, that shit's just not your fault. And <laughs> nine times Pretty out of much. 10, it's not. No. And it, it stress is funny in the ways that it comes, but I mean, like when you use smoking to cope for fucking 20 some odd years, you got to find new ways. And that's like, it's fine and I'll be fine, but it's, it's fucking crazy. Also, like get on the horn with your cousin Thomas. Like I'll pick up sometimes. Like, yeah, if you're like stressed out about something, I'll just be like, Hey, Sean. I don't know how to do that, dude. I don't know how to be like, like I'm having a tough day. I've just like, I'm not good at doing that. You know what I mean? Start. Yeah, you're, you're trying to find new habits. <laughs> you already true. talk once a week. What's happening? A little like a phone call in the middle of the day where you go like, "This fucking that," and you just rant. I yeah. love your rants when you go off <laughs> on someone being a fucking idiot. Oh, so if I adorable. gave you like a midday rant, you'd be like, "Holy motherfucker!" Okay, don't yeah. call me back. <laughs> I'll just put you on speakerphone and let everyone listen. Yeah, record it. Yeah, <laughs> make it a part of the podcast. So Sean called me on Tuesday. Yeah, but anyways. 
that's my story, man, and I'm sticking to it. I'm gonna Dude, fucking I'm do so, my best. I'm so happy for you. I'm really like, I know you want to do this for your birthday, and then like, you know, it was a tough road to quit. It is. It's not an easy thing. What no. you're doing is not easy. No. So also give yourself a break on this. Yeah. What you're doing is very hard. For sure. However, man, you've gone five days. Yeah. Five full days. Like five full days. On Thursday. That's a fucking accomplishment, man. Oh, yeah. It's huge. It's five days and six hours and nine minutes. Exactly. Because I can see my time right now. Which oh. is no, no big deal. I'm not counting. I just I want to like yeah. that's the inspiration. If I can do it for this long, I you can do go it for longer. I can do you it should give yourself little rewards. Like, like I know that if you uh, we have the the bed is still standing yeah. of uh if you make it to your birthday cigarette free like you don't are not smoking yeah on your birthday like we gotta really fix up the phrasing of this because you could just not be smoking on your birthday and then somehow <laughs> win the bet but you know what i mean like yeah if you go I'm not gonna 10, be a smoker. 10 days you know maybe you get to go have dinner at your favorite place yeah um if you go 30 days, maybe you get to go treat yourself to uh, a brand new fossil or frightened piece of wood. You can justify it easily because of the amount of money you've saved. Yeah. You know, you find ways to spend it. Like, and the thing about being like when you're low on money, when you're low on money and you don't smoke, you're like, eh, whatever. I'll make yeah. it through. When Welcome you're a fucking life, low on money. <laughs> when you're low on money and you're a smoker, you're like, what the fuck am I going to do? How am I going to get my next cigarette? That's yeah. like the thought that's in every smoker's back of their head. Yeah, man. I think honestly, maybe if you can go into May smoke free, I think you deserve to get your hands on some playoff tickets. Yeah. You're not wrong. You're not I, at all wrong. Like all you gotta do I is deserve just, it. I deserve like, it. You deserve it. And honestly, it's a good incentives to keep you going. It's exactly just, like these are the things that i've gotten yeah. because of it yeah i just i do recommend it like whatever you normally spend on a pack of cigarettes a day take out cash make a little detour on the way home take out 20 dollars every day from the bank and put that in an envelope and go like i didn't smoke yeah. today there's that cigarette pack there's that there's that there's that and then you're gonna get to like 10 days and like that's 200 bucks yeah you're gonna, get the, you're gonna get the 30 quickly. days, Sean. Yeah. That's 600 bucks. Yeah. You're gonna get to three months. Like you're much. gonna get, you know, you're gonna see oh, this. Yeah. And and you just choose to spend it as you feel. Pretty you know, much. if you want to treat yourself to a fucking new hat, a new Oilers jersey, a new this, a new that, all because you're not smoking. I think you should, although I do think you gotta like do it in increments. Yeah. Okay? You got one month. You got 10 days. You got one month. You got three months, six months, nine months, a year. And within those like parameters, yeah. you do something for you. You, you. you deserve it. You're not you're not killing yourself anymore. You, 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 exactly. you deserve to do this one little thing for yourself. For sure. Yeah. No, it's it's big, man. I'm just excited. And it's a new adventure in life. Like I said, like <coughs> you don't excuse me. You don't realize how says that he's coughing. Yeah, it's coming up. Like, and this is like, okay, I was gonna go one direction with this. I'm going a different direction. I was at Walmart two days ago shopping, and I was like, "What the fuck is that?" I was like, those are the cheese croissants that are in our basket. I can fucking smell them. Like, that's not normal for a smoker. 
So like all these senses are coming back to me. I was eating dinner tonight and I was like, the fuck is going on? The hot sauce feels hotter than usual. <laughs> it's because my fucking taste buds are starting to come back and regenerate. Yeah. And like interesting facts that like it takes t- only two days for your lungs and your sense of smell to start healing. And like the longer you go, the more healing takes place. It's insane. Yeah. It's fucking insane. And I'm there. I'm five days in. Tomorrow's day six. And I'm not like counting it down. I'm not craving cigarettes at all. No. Like I'm not like a there's been a few moments though where I've I've I did the like slap my right side, slap my left, slap my pockets. I'm looking for my smokes because I want to light one. But it's just habit. It's not that I need one because I don't, I'm not fucking craving it. How how are you with being around people who smoke though it's not bugging me really okay like i don't hate the smell yet i don't love it either anymore but i it doesn't bother me does crystal smoke she's cutting down extremely to try to quit too like that's the goal she doesn't want to use the patch she thinks she can do it without i think i think you guys can do a competition together too (laughs) no but i like yeah i i find that's one of the best ways to if you turn it into a game yeah is what like you both want to win yeah well what's crazy though like about this is it's just it's over like i'm done there's no going back the only way i'll go back is if i take a cigarette put it to my lips and light it and i'm not allowed i'm not allowing my body to perform that fucking movement any ever again you know and like that crystal like she's gonna get there i'm so proud of like the both of us and the fact that we're we're doing we're doing this like she saw what i was doing and like was like fuck i proud of you like babe i, I want to do it too like i want to quit too because we've talked about it for a long time but it's just this addiction and sometimes you need a catalyst and it's got to be your time so she's reading the quit smoking book right now as well as like drastically cutting down all right so, man well that's that's fucking awesome i'm really yeah. happy to hear that it's um positive do you want to move on to picard yeah we can do a quick rant you, you okay you go ahead and i'll follow okay I'm enjoying it overall. I like to have Picard back. It's so much fun. There's a few like story plots that bother me a little bit here and there. Nothing major. It's just like, I hope that the story is going to be worth telling overall because I I worry about the integrity of the storyline at this point. Not like, and like, I don't know. I like the Soji thing. They had, like I talked about this on Sunday when we had a little bit too, but fucking why do you have to have the same actress come and play soon's daughter who's not soon's daughter she's just in a like fucking lab experiment so why does it have to be the exact same it's like they're just doing it's like well we really liked her in season one so we should probably invite her back we can write her in this way okay perfect and like that bothers me a little bit okay we did talk about this on time but i want to repeat my point the fact that the soons are always the same actors is because that is what they have always done that is yeah. what they did in TNG. 100%. They did in D- 100%. DS9. Always uh, Anytime Spiner. a soon just randomly just shows up, yeah. it's played by the incomparable Brent Spiner. And, and all so they're cute. doing is paying tribute to that one thing they did. Yeah. Is that the one thing that they have, one thing I like that they did is they kind of made them all look different a right. little bit. Still Brent Spiner. Okay, explain this to me, though. It's really confusing. So the android humanoid from Picard's season one that was created as an android uh-huh. as an android why the fuck did she look like a soon woman i think that we're gonna get that figured out at the end of the season i think that 
that guy, because they're all scientists, right? Yeah. So it's not uncommon to pass down your work. Yeah. But what I think they did was one guy got a hold of this soon's work. What is it? Adam soon. Yeah. The, so the guy from season one, that soon from season one, got a hold of Adam soon's work. Uh, that's in season two. Saw what he was doing. Goes well. I'm going to pay tribute to the scene before me, and I'm going to create this robot or this android. Yeah, he's going to look like her. Um, maybe it's possible. Honestly, Sean, I feel like I gave you a great answer. Yeah, uh, I. You, you're uh, really you're nonchalantly listening, and I don't appreciate it. I'm I was giving like, you both. <laughs> I was listening, but I was like waiting to make a point about Eric soon. But I don't need to because you kind of like went a different direction of what I was thinking. Because spoiler spoiler alert, there is another soon in the Star Trek universe of TV shows named Eric Soon. And he has a storyline. And he is the guy who switches from genetic manipulation to uh, mechanical inspiration. Yeah. So let me guess, that guy was showed up, shows up in Enterprise? I can't tell you. I mean, you can. It's you need 100%. to fucking watch Enterprise, Thomas. No. I don't. Okay, I'm gonna make it really fucking easy on you. Watch the last episode of season two because it's pertinent to the entire season of season three. Because season three is just one big fucking story, but it's really good and it gets good then. Okay. And then season four is like several really good stories all jumbled in together in different ways. So, it, like, just fucking skip the rest of season two. Say fuck it. And that's so good that you'll want to go back one day and watch season one and two. Yeah. Okay. All right, man. I'm, I'm going to take your word for it. Just because you need pieces. Like, there might be some references to... And, like, there's a Mirror Universe episode and, like, there's some good shit. Yeah. You know what the problem is, though? It's Star Trek Enterprise. Yeah. I, I You're preaching to the choir here. This shit, like, debuted on my birthday. <laughs> it was my Star Trek. It was a gift from the universe to me of Star Trek. And I watched it and was like, what the fuck is this coming off Cisco and fucking Voyager just ended. And then this came and I was like, finally, new Star Trek. And that's what they gave me. And I was like, you mother dicks. And I got fucking I didn't watch it for a decade, maybe two, maybe uh, almost two decades until finally I was like, oh, I'll give it a chance because somebody else had this spiel that I'm spilling to you and saying, dude, you gotta fucking watch it. It gets so good at this point. And it gets so good that it makes the rest of it better. That now I can watch all four seasons with enjoyment because of where it went. Okay. Because there's some good Star Trek in there the last two seasons. All right. I know. Now, my take believe. on I'm gonna give my take on Picard right now. Okay. Sorry, I went off a tangent. I feel that they're trying to tell a really good story. The problem with the story they're telling is that it's not a long one. And what they're doing is to prolong this really good story is by adding all these weird fucking conflicts for no reason that we all know that the end of fucking Picard season two, they're just going to be resolved. Yeah. And that's what's going to bother me. Like, what I'm really hoping is the board queen continues to take over. Um, What's her name? Girardi. Girardi. I hope that continues to happen. And she's the big bad of season three, which unites the entire cast of TNG. That's what I'm hoping. However, I'm worried that that is not the case. 
I, I don't know. The future is already fucked up now. Like none of those people will be who they're supposed to be because of what's already happened in the past, potentially. I think they were also living in a fucking Q continuum thing. Like, I don't think yeah. I don't like I think Q snapped his fingers and then another Q is going to be like, ha we fuck with you, too. Yeah, it's really bizarre. Like the whole Q arc. Yeah. Like, within Picard's lifespan is within uh, just it's a little strange yeah. but and one thing I do appreciate about Q is that he's fucked with other characters yeah he showed up in uh in Voyager and had his th- flame with Janeway and all that stuff but yeah like all I know is there's intrigue but I I, I don't you, you're doing these small episodes of just like and shit hit the fan again and yeah. shit hit the fan again. And shit hit the fan again. Okay. But, like, it reminds me of a lot, like, the final season of Entourage. Did you ever watch it? No. It was eight episodes long, and seven of those episodes were just shit hitting the fan. And then on the eighth episode, it was just everything was resolved. Everything was just fine. Everything yeah. just worked out. It was... The most infuriating writing I've ever seen in my that life. That can be tough for sure, and I don't yeah. want that either. Yeah, like, and that's what I, and that's what I'm worried about. It's just like what is going on to the point where now we have a kid and her and his mom on a starship from the future, and then like what they're just supposed to be cool about that for the rest of their lives? Yeah, like what are they gonna go to the future now? That's not that's not right. No, and then there's like all, all these... this other stuff is gonna happen. I don't understand like. I don't understand what's going on with like the the space shuttle launch. Like, one, you made a good point. If Patrick Stewart gave anyone a speech, that would be enough to do it. However, yeah. like a strange old man, just let's dumb it down for a second. A strange old man who just happens to be around just gives you a little bit of a pep talk. Yeah, I don't know. And at no point you told him to go fuck himself. It's all of it. It's just like our story wrapped up in circumstance to make it better. Yes, and, and, that's, that, and, that's, and that's it. There's a lot of this stuff to just be like, and now it's resolved. And yeah. now it's resolved. And now shit hit the fan, and now it's resolved. And shit it hits could, the fan, now it's resolved. This could be like Patrick Stewart's fault, because in his life, when he walks through the world, he knows that he can just go have a talk with anyone and they'll do whatever the fuck he wants because he's Patrick Stewart. Yeah. And so maybe his influence, like he just thinks that that's how the rest of the world is. You just go talk to them. Yeah. We're like, but Patrick Stewart, we're not Patrick Stewart. <laughs> Here's <laughs> the thing, Patty boy. Not the case. I love it and I'm enjoying every minute yeah. of it. Don't I'm get me wrong. I'm not seat. missing an yeah. episode. No, I'm on the edge of my seat for all of it, but it's just like, it's weird with the whole season being driven towards one point. If that point doesn't end up pleasing you as much, then it kind of ruins the whole fucking season. Whereas if like, you don't like one episode of Star Trek Voyager, guess what? There's a whole new episode with a whole new story. The next fucking episode. Yeah, And that's that's the problem with doing non-episodic, right? Yeah. What made TNG so awesome is even if they had a fucking dot of an episode, the next one, they made up for it. Yeah. Like the entourage, what you were talking about, um, that style of storytelling, yeah. you described 100% Star Trek Discovery. Yeah. Like every fucking episode, oh my God. And then at the end of every episode, oh my God. And then the last episode, like, okay, everything's cool. Yeah. 
and you're like, and, uh, and don't get me wrong, like, I love Discovery too. But yeah, me too. I like the first two seasons painful. a whole lot more than I enjoyed three and four. Yeah, they're this so good. Like, it's stuff, good man, Star Trek. It's really bothering me. It's just one story, like it's a fucking nine hour movie, which is really awesome movie. Yeah, but once I know the big story at the end of the season i don't fucking need to see the rest of it no but even then like what, what they're feeling every all the time and with all these political discussions like even the admirals when they would show up on tng and ds9 they would wrap shit up yeah they had the least amount of lines possible for sure they were just there to fucking fuck they shit were up. just there to be like here's your mission thanks a lot admiral carry on my way yeah. son and then that's it. Now we have like a president of fucking Starfleet who doesn't shut up and, and then always wants her fucking two cents told. Like it is like fucking yeah. enough. Get Shows up to on Discovery, who not even her fucking starship, and then tells the captain of Discovery how to handle her ship. Excuse me, go, Mr. Miss President, go have a Coke and a smile and shut the fuck up. Yeah, exactly. Like, like I get that there's like a level of respect in Starfleet. But Jesus Christ, some people need to, to be told when to fucking cram it. 100%. I don't uh, disagree with you at all. And they should know their place. You know, yeah. everyone in that world should know their place. And it's like, I it's wouldn't do good. that if I were you. Oh, want to tell me about all the captaining you did in your time? Yeah, oh, exactly. None? Go suck a fucking egg. 100%. I can't agree with you more, sir. Yeah. But anyway, I digress. Um, Shawnee boy, I think that does it for this week. What do you think? I think so, sir. It's been a good recorded again. Sorry to all our fans for being late. We won't yeah. let it happen too often, but no, once in a while, happens every once in a while. I mean, I was sick, and you can hear it in my voice. It, it's a real thing. It's fun uh, too because I haven't yet. Yeah. I haven't had like been like I can't do it. I haven't had that yet. Yeah, one of us had to do it at some fucking point. Well, congratulations, Sean. You got a victory over me. Yeah, I'm, I had to call it. It's the only one I've ever had. No, 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 what? No, you can do the uh, exit goodbyes and see if you can do it without fucking up. Whew, that's a tough one. Okay. Oh, okay, here we go. Thanks, everyone. This has been Sean from Two Sides of the Story with my side of the story. Now you, Tom? Yeah, you. you <laughs> I, I feel like you did that on purpose. I know it was like I was trying to make it sound like it wasn't intentional. Well, everyone, that's been two sides of the story. I'm Sean, and that's been one side of the story. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Now we're going to do it once for prosperity, and then I can actually exit the show. <laughs> that's been two sides of the story this week, everyone. I'm Sean Sides, and this has been one side of the story. And I'm Tom Sides, and this has been the other side of the story. Have a great week, everybody. Live long and story. Sides of the story. Two sides of the story with Tom and Sean. Thanks for listening to Two Sides of the Story. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review. Follow us on Instagram at Two Sides of the Story, on TikTok at Two Sides of the Story Pod. And if you want to send us an email, send it to Two Sides of the Story Pod. That's the number two sides of the story pod at gmail.com.